Hi, I'm Brad. Thanks for listening to another episode of Now and Then with Brad and Isaiah. Um, Unfortunately, it's just Brad right now. Um, My co-captain Isaiah is sick this week, which you might already know if you listen to the first part of the episode, the now part. Uh, We're doing this week's episode in two parts, a now part and a then part. Um, Like I said, unfortunately, Isaiah is sick. Yeah, let's let's hope he feels better. Let's wish him some good luck. And uh, I just like to think that like he made it real dramatic, like John Cena style. Hadrian in the house. Rome's got a new emperor. In uh, the year 1099, Christian crusaders march around Jerusalem as Muslims watch from within the city. It's just crazy how long people have been fighting over that land. And uh, it's still going on, so that's a whole thing. Um, In 1415, John Huss, or Jan Huss, J-N-H-U-S, a Czech who spoke out against church corruption, is burned at the stake as a heretic. Let's see, in 1709, Etienne de Silhouette, French minister of finance and uh, artist, is born. Uh, he is what the Silhouette is named after. Uh, and I looked up, like, why? Why is the Silhouette named after him? Uh, apparently because he's just known for, like, being a bullshit artist. Like, he was just known for being a, a cheap and somewhat lazy artist. And I guess that's kind of what a silhouette is um, in terms of art. I mean, really, it's kind of just a shadow or outline of somebody. But, um, and again, we're a big fan of anyone that names things after themselves here. So, uh, in 1685, James II defeats James, the Duke of Monmouth. At the battle, at the Battle of Sedgemoor, the last major battle to be fought on English soil. But you got a very special uh, solo Brad thing going on right now. That's my uh, sunny ripoff intro music. Uh, without any further interruptions, though, let's go ahead and get to the then part of the episode this week. Uh, let's go ahead and jump in the time machine. Get it booted on up there. James II defeats James, Duke of Monmouth. James versus James. Victory Screech! First stop in our time machine for this week is in the year 118, that is AD, uh, Hadrian, Rome's new emperor, makes his entry into the city. In 1742, a Spanish force invading Georgia runs headlong into the colony's British defenders. The battle decides the fate of a colony. In 1776, the statue of King George III is pulled down in New York City. I like to think that they straight up did that, like, Saddam style. Just, like, threw a rope around that bitch and put it down. 
1778, in support of the American Revolution, Louis XVI declares war in England, which that just made me like laugh. He's just like, you know what? Fuck England. What's America doing? Oh, well, oh, they're they're rebelling. They're fighting a war against England. Yeah, fuck England. We're on board. So uh, France didn't do a lot of cool stuff back then, but I'm down with that. In 1786, Morocco agrees to stop attacking American ships in the Mediterranean uh, for a payment of $10,000, though. <laughs> yeah, so uh, they're like, yeah, we'll, we'll stop uh, pirating your ships, America, if you pay us money. And then they probably still pirated them after that. <laughs> Uh, in 1788, 10,000 troops are called out in Paris as unrest mounts in the poorer districts over poverty and lack of food. And uh, that's uh, that's not going to end well. So, spoiler alert there. In 1798, Napoleon Bonaparte's army begins its march towards Cairo from Alexandria. Had to include some Napoleon news this week from my boy Isaiah. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, Isaiah is a big Napoleon Bonaparte fan. I don't know if she's exactly phrased like that, but uh, he definitely definitely thinks Napoleon's interesting. And there's a couple of Napoleon things this week, so he'd be excited about that. <laughs> in 1804, Alexander Hamilton is mortally wounded by Aaron Burr in a duel. Fatality. I don't have that on the soundboard this week, but I should have. In 1807, Tsar Alexander meets with Napoleon Bonaparte. Speaking of the devil again. But yeah, Alexander Hamilton got capped by Aaron Burr. And um, fast forward 200 years later, and there's a dope musical about him. So yeah, I guess he got that. Barnum was an interesting character. He did, uh, there's a lot of negative things that go along with him. But also, uh, he did a lot of positive things, too. I mean, created the circus and gave uh, people who were referred to as like the circus freaks, gave them opportunities that they would of not have had otherwise. Victory Screech! Yeah, I'm doubling up on that this week. <laughs> In 1819, Elias Howe, inventor of the sewing machine, is born. In 1815, after defending Napoleon at Waterloo, the victorious allies march into Paris. Uh, I'm sure John Marshall was probably a... Uh, a good guy and all, but in 1810, P.T. Barnum, American showman, is born. They ring the Liberty Bell in your honor, and it cracks. I don't know, man. That seems like some bad juju, but uh, that's just me. In 1838, Ferdinand von Zeppelin, German designer and manufacturer of airships, is born. Some Urkel-ass fucking motherfucker taking over for president. Uh, the 13th president, also. In 1853, Japan opens its ports to trade with the West after 250 years of isolation. In 1854, the Republican Party is officially organized in Jackson, Michigan. In 1863, Confederate General Robert E. Lee in Hagerstown, Maryland, reports his defeat at Gettysburg to President Jefferson Davis. In 1885, Louis Pasteur gives his successful in 1885 Louis Pasteur gives the first successful anti-rabies inoculation in 1890 Wyoming becomes the 44th state in 1892 
Andrew Beard is issued a patent for the rotary engine. In 1893, Dr. Daniel Hale Williams performs the first successful open heart surgery without the benefit of penicillin or blood transfusion. He said, I don't need no motherfucking penicillin or extra blood. Did that shit gangsta style. In 1900, the Commonwealth of Australia is established by an act of British Parliament uniting the separate colonies under a federal government. 1906, Leroy Satchel Page, baseball pitcher, is born. He uh, he ended up pitching, like, I can't remember how many seasons, but I think he ended up pitching into his, like, 50s or maybe even to, like, 60 years old. Uh, had a really long career, though. In 1908, Nelson Rockefeller, U.S. Vice President to Gerald Ford, is born. In 1918, Ernest Hemingway is wounded in Italy while working as an ambulance driver for the American Red Cross. <clears throat> and I don't know that that one has much historical significance, uh, but it's kind of interesting that Ernest Hemingway used to be an ambulance driver for the American Red Cross and got wounded in Italy. Um, in 1927, Bill Haley, rock and roll musician, is born. Uh, he was part of Bill Haley and his Comets, they did, um, what was the song? They did a Shake, Rattle, and Roll. A Shake, Rattle, and Roll. Um, in 1927, also, David Dinkins, first African-American mayor of New York City, is born. In 1940, Germany begins the bombing of England which uh, they just bombed the shit out of England continuously until the war, uh, almost basically until the war ended. Um, a lot of, uh, like, John Lennon, for example, was born in a uh, underground bunker during the bombings of London, which brings me to my next thing. In 1940, uh, Ringo Starr, a musician in one of the Beatles, was born. I don't know if he was born in one of the underground bunkers during the bombings, but... The timing lines up. In 1942, Anne Frank and her family go into hiding in the attic above her father's office in an Amsterdam warehouse. In 1981, Sandra Day O'Connor becomes the first woman to serve on the U.S. Supreme Court. In 1962, the satellite Telstar is launched from Cape Canaveral, Florida, beaming live television from Europe to the United States. In 1943, the Battle of Kursk, the largest tank battle in history, begins. Uh, and that just sounds badass. I wouldn't want to be in it, but I wouldn't mind kind of getting a, a view of that. Sounds pretty gnarly. In 1945, U.S. carrier-based aircraft begins airstrikes against Japan in preparation for invasion. In 1945 also, Operation Overcast begins in Europe, moving Austrian and German scientists and their equipment to the United States. In 1950, American forces engaged the North Koreans for the first time at Osan, South Korea. And the last, but not least, stop on our time machine for this week is in 1985, Coca-Cola Company announces it will resume selling old formula coke following a public outcry and falling sales of its new coke it basically came out with like new coke uh i think they stopped using real sugar and started putting like 
artificial corn syrup or whatever dumb sweeteners in it and people hated it people freaked the fuck out and literally just whined i mean this is pre-internet mind you too so like the outcry must have been really big for people to uh i mean for them to get coke to change their formula back it was uh it's pretty funny well they actually didn't even change their formula back they kept the uh what did they do? They they kept making the the same Coke, but then they came back out with like the original Coke, and they called it Coke Classic. So, a bunch of bullshit. So, way to go, Coca Cola. Idiot. And thanks for bearing with me through this tough episode. Um, I know it was kind of dull with me and Isaiah being apart, we don't have that uh, chemistry cooking like we usually do, but we'll be back to uh, normal next week. We really appreciate you guys listening to us and supporting us. Um, give us a follow on Instagram. Give us a like on Facebook. Just uh, get to us on all our social media. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. You can email us at now and then podcast gang at gmail.com we even have a patreon that i don't know the information for but we have one (laughs) but thanks again for listening guys and uh i'll catch you next week turn down for what turn down for what